Welcome to 7 Questions About Death. I'm Beth Jansen. Most people are pretty uncomfortable talking about death. I hope this program can help to change that and make death a more natural topic of conversation. Today I'm speaking with Nafaset. I was just scared, like, so this is how life is, like, people just die like that. Question one. What do you believe happens to a person's consciousness or spirit after the body dies? I truly don't know exactly. But I'm going to talk from a religious and cultural point of view. So for the religious point of view, um, I believe that when a person dies, their good days, their worship, their prayers comforts them in their grave when they die. And from the cultural point of view, I also have learned that if a person dies untimely, their body and uh, their soul goes to a different place, like where no one knows them, no family knows them. They're just a new person. They're living a new life and they're just living like nothing happened. And I've heard people say it's true. I've never seen it, but people have confirmed that it's true. So you said body and soul, but I guess it's their soul and their body stays in the ground or wherever they're buried is that right yeah I agree but that's kind of unclear to me because I think about it like if the body was buried how are they able to reincarnate somewhere else the same body nothing changes I didn't understand that okay yeah so it's still like the same person and they try to like hide from people that like they died before. <laughs> okay, so they're the same age, they look the same, appearance the same, yes. everything, but they're just a different person. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say different person. I mean, different person in the sense that they're the move away from people that know them. They live a new life in a new place. No one knows them. Okay. So let's say a person who's, I don't know, 21 is in a motorcycle accident and their body is buried and then that 21-year-old somewhere else is a 21-year-old with the same body and mind but starts living a new life where nobody is yeah. connected to their previous life. Exactly. Oh, I've seen people who are from the same culture as me say that it's true. They've seen people, like maybe, for example, someone started a new life somewhere else. They have a wife or they have a new partner or something. They have kids. And maybe the partner realized that, you know, what's going on? I've never seen your family. And they investigate and they find the family. Then when they go back to the family, the family says, this person has died like five years ago. What are you talking about? 
Wow. This person has died 10 years ago. What are you talking about? Like, this is even where we buried the person, you know? So, yeah. So some people have that belief and some people don't. But I think I have that belief because I believe that this life is very deep. Um, It's spiritual. You really don't know. Wow. Yeah, it's not the reincarnation beliefs that I've encountered before, because in those beliefs, the soul is reborn into a baby. Okay, so what you just said now about the reincarnation, actually, I've heard that culturally as well, that, you know, those souls coming as a newborn baby, that happens as well, actually, culturally. I've heard that before, like the soul comes back. So let's say maybe someone dies, like, few days ago and like someone in the family had baby like maybe next week or something they believe that it could be like reincarnation as well that's true so i have the belief as well okay interesting but this only happens when it's an untimely death exactly this is a new concept for me so i'm really fascinated (laughs) yeah do they remember their previous life? I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, this is just like what I've been taught and what I, you know, I've learned from people. And, you know, when you think about it, you might think it's not possible, but uh, people have said that it's possible. Like they've seen it. Yeah, that is so interesting. hmm Okay, so if the person's death is not untimely, what are the cultural beliefs around that then? Where does the soul go? I mean, I think when it comes to it being untimely, I think I have like a better religious belief. And that was when I talked about um, the good deeds and how the person worshipped when they were alive. Those things comforts them when they're dead. So from a cultural point of view, I wouldn't say I'm very sure about that. I just know that culturally, when the person dies, they just bury the person. I just wanted to say that religiously, I do not know the concept about untimely death. Okay. Yes, I do not. But I just know that when a person dies, the good deeds come to comfort them. The prayer and all those things comfort them in their grave. So does the spirit or consciousness live on? Like, do you believe that the consciousness and spirit lives on when a person dies? I don't know. Honestly, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it and I really don't know. So in terms of the religious belief, the person's prayers, worship, good deeds come to comfort them when they pass over. But that implies that there's some consciousness or something is continuing and they're being sustained or supported by the good in a sense that they did in their life right yes i agree because i mean if this good deeds and worship are comforting you i think you should know i mean i'm just talking from a normal like (laughs) from a logical point of view i think you should know that okay this is how you feel I mean, maybe the soul is conscious. Maybe there's a consciousness. Maybe. But I don't know. 
Question 2. Have you ever been present when someone else's life ended? Yes. Yes, I have. Is there anything that you feel comfortable sharing about that? Sure, I can. So this was my grandmother. I was there when she died. I think I was like maybe 13 or 14 years old at that time. And she was at the hospital. And I remember, I mean, she was sick. And I was there with my aunts as well. We were just talking to her and we were holding our hands and just talking. And before I know what was going on, she just made like a big sigh and she stopped talking. And I kept calling her and she wasn't responding. It was crazy. It was different. Just saying that, I think everything just flashed at that moment. Like what just happened? I was just speaking to this person like some minutes ago. How come they're not responding? It was very scary. It just made me realize that life is spiritual. Life is is a lot. Like, you know, it's crazy how you can be talking to someone right now and you just can't talk to them anymore. Yeah. And I think just seeing her taking her last breath was, it was a lot. So would you say it was a peaceful death that she had? Because she was sick, I wouldn't know, but I would say that she would have loved us to be there, like her family. I think that really comforted her when we were there. She was just saying, oh, I'm so happy you're here. She really loved us. I think she was very happy to have us there with her. We're just talking, chatting, and just holding our hands. And I hope that it was really peaceful for her. I hope that she was happy when that happened. You were actually holding her hands when she died. Yes, I was. And I saw her take a last breath. That must have had a big impact on you. Yes, it did. I, yeah, it did. I couldn't sleep for like some days because I was just scared. Like, so this is how life is. Like people just die like that. Yeah, that would be such a shock that, like you said, you're talking to her and then suddenly she's not there anymore in the form that you recognized. Yep. Thanks for sharing that. Question three. Have you ever experienced communication from someone who is no longer alive in the physical world? Or have you wondered if you were receiving communication from someone who has passed on? Yes. And that was from my grandmother. As I said, you know, when she passed, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't even sleep in my house because when she was alive, she was sleeping in my room. We're together. She wanted to like sleep in the same room as me on the same mattress. So I couldn't sleep. And I think I stayed at my cousin's place for like some days. And I was really, really hurting. 
I think on the third night, I don't know, I just slept off. So I had a dream. In the dream, she just said, everything is okay. Don't be sad. Oof. Yeah. So she was just like, everything is okay. Don't be sad. That's life. And, and I woke up and it felt like, sorry, I don't even know where I'm crying. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. All right. So as I was saying, um, so she came to me and just told me everything is going to be okay. That's life. People die. Like I could feel that presence when I woke up. And I think after that day, that was when I started feeling better and I tried to sleep and I'm able to sleep. But yeah, I think that was it. It came as a form of a dream. Question four. Who do you want to be with you when you die? And what circumstances would you choose if you could choose them for your death? I think I would love to be with my family, my loved ones. I would love to be with them. And I do not want a painful death. I want it to be very peaceful. And I don't want any pain. And even after I'm gone, I don't want my family to suffer or feel pain. I mean, don't miss me, but I don't want it painful. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it painful. So peaceful death. So would you like to be quite old or? Oh, yes. I mean, I pray and hope that I don't die young. I would love to be older, have my own family have my own kids, have my own grandkids, if possible, great-grandkids as well. I really want to live a long, healthy life and happy, happy life. You are younger, so it's probably not in your mind a lot, but would you prefer to be at home or in a hospital or in nature, or do you have any thoughts about that? Maybe be at home. Hospital is like a very scary place to die. I mean, when I was with my grandma, I was just seeing different kinds of people coming in and out of the hospital and it was scary. So I think I would love to be at home when that happens. That makes sense. And hopefully a very short, painless illness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want any pain at all. <laughs> You're listening to CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton. You're listening to Seven Questions About Death. I'm Beth Jansen. If you'd like to be interviewed or if you have a comment about the show, please get in touch. My email is sevenquestionsaboutdeath at gmail.com. The seven is the number seven. Question 
question five. How do you feel about the fact that you will die? Are you afraid of your death? You see, I understand that death is inevitable. I know it's going to happen. As I said, I just want to live long. I want to achieve my dreams, the goals I have. I want to spend more time with family. I want to be able to help people. I want to travel a lot. I just want to enjoy life. So I'm not afraid because I know it's going to happen. I just hope that when it happens, I've lived long, I've lived healthy, I've enjoyed my life, and I've been truly happy. So you feel a sense of acceptance around it, and it motivates you to have the kind of life that you want to have. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, you're right. I mean, when I think about that, I tell people, like, you can see someone today and you might just never see them tomorrow. So I try as much as possible to enjoy every moment I have, even the people I'm with, the people I hang out with, the people that are in my life, I try to enjoy it. I can be selective as well <laughs> with the people I have around me because I just feel like just live a good life, enjoy your life. As I said, I know that is going to come. Yeah. Hmm. Two sides, right? Enjoyable life and then death. It's sad. <laughs> but of course, after you've lived a long life, you change. You change inside and yep. your view and acceptance level changes and other things that are unpredictable change within you. Who knows how we'll feel when we're old. I guess I'm just talking from my point of view as a right now, <laughs> as at this age. I think I'm more intentional every day of my life. I mean, as I said, seeing my grandmother died, I think I saw life differently. From that day on, I've always been intentional about my life. And I also try to enjoy life. Yeah. So would you say that being there when she died, in a strange way, it had a positive effect on you because it made you treat life more preciously and intentionally? Yes, I would say that. It did. It made me very intentional. And, you know, my grandmother, before she died, she was a very happy person. Everyone wanted to be around her. Like, I love going to her place. You know, I loved seeing, I loved speaking to her on the phone. I would say she was happy. So she was a big inspiration. Yes. It probably was very beautiful for her that you were there when she passed over. Mm -hmm. Question six. Are there any traditions or practices connected with death which you find meaningful? When my grandmother died, so there was like a 41 days, like after she died. So the 41 days was a period 
it was just a time to think about her. It was a time to pray. It was a time to just reflect on life, reflect on the life she lived, reflect on your own life as well. So I think that's very, you know, meaningful, like family come together and friends as well. Um, close friends of the family come together and just use that period to reflect. I think there's also like celebration of life as well, which I really like. Based on my, you know, understanding or the things I've seen, I think they do like celebration of life for people who are older, like who died when they were older. Um, so they do like celebration of life where the family come together to just celebrate her life. So I think that was good as well. I think one thing I also like that my mom does is every year she prays for her, helps the poor, you know, just gives back. She gives back. And I think that's very good. Um, you know, she just remembers people. I like that. So your mother has a practice of remembering the people that have passed away. Is it on the anniversaries or is it in general? And then she does charitable things. I think so. I mean, usually she does charitable things, but like for my grandmother, she does it like on the anniversary of my grandmother, um, grandmother's death. So she just give things to people, pray and yeah, reflect as well. <laughs> It's beautiful. Yeah. Question seven. If you could ask a source of all knowledge some questions about death, what would you ask? <laughs> I've actually never thought about that, but I think I truly want to know what happens after someone dies. I really want to know, like, what happens to the body? Can you still feel pain? You know, I spoke about your good deeds um, comfort you, the way you pray comforts you when you die. Do you feel those things? What truly happens when someone dies? Like, I, I really want to know. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Thank you to today's guest, Nafasat. The final song we just heard was Feeling Good, that wonderful Nina Simone tune. It was performed by Victory. You've been listening to Seven Questions About Death. I'm Beth Jansen. If you're interested in being interviewed, or if you have a comment or a question, please get in touch. My email is sevenquestionsaboutdeath at gmail.com. The seven is a number seven. Thanks for listening.